Podcast City Network. Hi everyone out there. I just want to make an announcement that both me and my daughter have new books out there on the market available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com as well as our website, RetortoFamilyBooks.com. My book is called Mark is the Vampire. It's a brand new fantasy vampire novel. And my daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder. It's the second book in her Invisible Girl series. Check it out. Again, it's either it's available at RetortoFamilyBooks.com, Amazon.com, or BarnesandNoble.com. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MarkTheSharkMMAShow. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. And paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today I got a special guest and buddy, Zane, on the line. We're here to talk about last week's UFC. I believe it was 25. With uh, uh, 27, with uh, Joe Benavitez versus uh, 
Figueroa, whatever his name is, from the Brazil. And then also to discuss our fight picks uh, for tonight with uh, UFC, the main card tonight with uh, what's their name? Style Ben. Yeah. So how's it going, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually very excited for this fight. I think. Uh, so let's let's talk about last week's fights first, though. Yeah. So what did you what did you think of uh, last? I I'm actually having a little bit of trouble hearing you, Mark. Uh, you're kind of blipping in and out. But if you guys can hear me. Yeah, I was talking about what did you think of last week's fight. Right. So the John Jones fight. No, no, not the John Jones. The uh, fight with Joe Benavides. You see oh, that? that fight! I I tell you, it was it, it was a little bit of a, uh, in my opinion, a little bit of a wild fight. Yeah. Uh, now, I actually have to ask you. Uh, some people felt that there was, uh, I don't know, some people felt there was a little bit of controversy during the fight. I, I wanted to actually ask you about your opinion on that fight. I wanted to kind of get your take on it first. Oh, you mean the main event between uh, Joe Benavides and Figueroa? Yeah. yeah yep. I, don't I don't recall there being any um, controversy. The only real thing was that the guy didn't make weight. So it's no longer – it was uh, it was supposed to be for the belt, the flyweight title, but since the guy missed weight, um, couldn't, they wouldn't give him the belt. I guess that's the rules. Which sucks. Right, so that, that, he would be the champ. But now he's got to keep fighting and winning in order to get another ch chance at the title. Um, well, that, that's, my, that's my thing. I mean, obviously he won. But if he, if he had not made – if he had lost, then it would have been fine for Joe Benavides. It would have been just another win. Uh, yeah. But now technically it's not – you know, really a loss. It was just, hey, let's fight. And it was really kind of just a money fight. So when you, I just feel that uh, the UFC maybe should come up with something better. Obviously, he doesn't get his full purse, you know, even though he won. And there's been a lot of fights like this where, all right, we didn't make weight and I won. So they might not get their full purse and they might only get 50% or 50% yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, see, they usually have, they usually do have a punishment. Like, I think if, I don't, usually it depends on who weighs first. Like, if the guy who didn't make weight goes first and he doesn't make weight, they usually uh, cancel the fight to see it now. So, I'm assuming in this case, uh, he didn't go first, and that's how they usually come up with that. And then they always usually take a percentage away of the first. And I guess, you know, they just they just enforce these rules so that the guys work hard. Because it's hard for these guys to cut weight. Um, you know, they go through all that editing and starving themselves, just try to make weight. So they, they, they try to, you know, make sure that everybody's on an even playing field. So. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. But my, my take is that they really should have a better – system than just oh yeah this also gets into some of the politics of it too you know you lose 
you know, you lose some, uh, some money, I guess, but it's still technically, you know, that person who's winning, they look better. They look better on, you know, in the ranking systems where, oh, you know, people are starting to come to see them now because they won, they gain fans. So, you know, I hate to get into too much of politics, but that, that part actually annoyed me. As far as a fight, it was a pretty exciting fight. You know, lots of big punches thrown and kicks and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, Joe Benavides, I think he looked good. I just think the other guy just had it, had uh, looked bigger and stronger and uh, more put together. Uh, what's your take on it? Well, I just wanted to point out that I, I haven't seen a card like this in a while. Every single fight did not go to distance in the main card. Uh, Grant Dawson versus Derek Minner. That got that was a submission in the second round in under a minute and 38 seconds. Then you had Megan Anderson, who defeated Norma Dumont by a knockout in the first round in three minutes and 31. Then you got Maganoff versus uh, Ian. That was a knockout in the first round in 38 seconds. And then you had Felicia Spencer, who, who's looking for a title shot after this win, who beat Zara Farron via TKL in the first round. And then, of course, the main event was, uh, I guess, technically a TKL or they considered a knockout in the second round. I haven't seen a card like that in a while. I mean, I've seen it in Bellator. That was one of the reasons kind of why I like Bellator, because the fights usually go quicker, because the people get knocked out. But well, I think the fight before this, the card before this, like the weekend before, there were a lot of decisions. So I, I thought the card was pretty good. You know, I liked it. You know, there were a lot of – I like it when there's, it's a fast pace and it goes right, right, you know, to submission or a knockout. Now let's get back to uh, tonight's fight. With the what does he call himself? The style bender, right? <laughs> yeah. And Romero. Now, I don't know if you saw the weigh-ins with Romero with tight jeans on, with practically any space, doing a backflip and landing into a split in their uh, their face-off. And that that wasn't the weigh-ins. It was like I think before the weigh-ins. Um, well, I. I, I can't believe he just did a split like that without warming up in jeans or a backflip. I wasn't even impressed by the backflip. Never mind the split. But, I mean. Well, these, they're elite athletes. So, you know, some of them have even more abilities, you know, to do flips and stuff. But uh, when you actually look at them both standing next to each other, Yoel, uh, I actually forget how tall he is. I think he's, I think he might be under six feet. Yeah, he's under and, six feet, yeah. Yeah, I think he might be maybe 5'10", 5'11", at most. And then you have, uh, you know, Israel, um, who's, I think he's, I think he's 6'4". Yeah. I think he's, I think he's uh, at least 6'2". But uh, I know that John Jones is, I think, 6'4". And if they were to fight, I mean, John Jones would have some height on him. But uh, that was even like some talk, like if he, depending on how, how he does tonight if Israel beats Joel in extraordinary fashion he's going to try and go up to light heavy and he wants a shot at John Jones but he's got to get for he's got to get past Joel in extraordinary fashion first mm -hmm. so I think that he's uh I don't think he's going to want to make a mistake tonight and allow Joel to you know land a big knee or a, a big shot 
yeah. think that Yoel is going to have uh, difficulty trying to land uh, that, you know, jumping knee, uh, you know, flying knee kick uh, to the head or even to any part of the body because I think that Israel doesn't have a style where he tends to, to shoot low or to, to be low. I think he, he fights tall and long, and I think that that's going to, that's going to present a, a problem for Yoel because I think uh, even Israel is pretty good with the takedown defense. And I don't know how great his jiu-jitsu is, but, you know, he should uh, – hopefully he practiced getting taken down and, and defending it because I think that's all he really has to worry about. Well, Yoel's also got good hands too. And one oh, thing no, he's got noticed, but... One thing I've noticed – is that his cardio has improved. Like, he used to get tired out, but then in that last fight, he yeah, you're up, right. he guy, he went the distance with that guy. <laughs> well, he went, he went, uh, I think he went the distance with the ex-champ, uh, Winokur, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Man. Now, Winokur, he's, he's the guy that pushes the pace, and that was a, that was a hard fight for Winokur, but he won. And yeah. then see what Israel did to... So Whitaker, and uh, I forget what round it was. Was it the third round? Second or third yeah, round or something like very, that? He's a very unique striker. Like, I don't think he's explosive as well, but I think he's just more accurate, you know, because he's a world champion kickboxer. I don't know if you know that. Prior to becoming an MMA fighter, he was a world champion kickboxer. So his stand-up is just superb. But Right. Anybody, anybody who fights we'll him. Anybody who fights him better be able to move their head and get inside. But even getting inside, the guy has excellent knees and he has excellent elbows. So mm -hmm. and and he knows how to get out. He knows how to get out, get space, and keep the right amount of space so he can land his blows. And he 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 doesn't wait. He gets in there. He gets in your face. He doesn't just stay on the outside and wait for you to come in. He he wants to get it done. And I think that having them stand next to each other, definitely Yoel's got, you know, a lot more explosive power. But yeah. it, it looked freak. like he was going to have a tough – it looked like he was going to have a tough time catching him. It was like, uh, you know, he, he'll jump and then he'll, he might be on the outside or, you know, yeah. he, might, he might be catching air. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the air, the air bender should take it. Um, I think because he's younger, he's taller, and he's faster. Like for me, Joel's just got the experience. I think his advantage is, is or his strength. He is explosive, but it's more like for strength. Um, and, and obviously, I actually don't know. Uh, I know Joel's a great wrestling. wrestler, but how is Joel's jujitsu though? I mean, in, in I've never seen fight, him on the ground. He's never had to use it, as far as I can tell. I, I have seen him on the ground as far as takedowns, and uh, but it, it does seem to be that once he gets him on the ground, he wants to punch. So I think that if Israel's going to have any type of danger, it's going to be on the uh, the big explosive punches, not really, you know, the setting the the setup punches or the setup kicks. I think it's going to be watch the takedown mm -hmm. and watch the the overhand right. A lot of people try and use that on a taller fighter and or, or maybe a big hook or an uppercut, you know, something yeah. that's going to work work their way on the inside. But 
straight rights and, and jabs, I don't think Yoel is going to be able to catch him. He's going to have to move his head, move his head, and he's going to have to kind of brawl him a little bit. Um, Israel has never been really hurt. He's been tied. He's been hit a couple of times, but never really in trouble, I would say. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if Yoel can yeah. – can, uh, uh, he's got to hurt him early because yeah. I think that it goes to round three, four, or five. I don't think Yoel is going to have the, you know, the gas tank for this type of pace. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this might just go to the third or fourth round. Personally, I don't know if it's going to go the distance, um, but we'll find out tonight. And then you get the co-main event with Johanna versus the uh, first ever Chinese world uh, champion in UFC history, Zhang. I'm real. I'm really excited about this uh, about that fight, the co-main. I I think that uh, I do not think that Johanna is going to be able to beat her. I think that this um, that the champion has excellent hands, fast, strong. Um, I think Johanna is going to have to try. She, she is incredibly strong. She she just has she's strong everywhere. She's kind of like uh, what's the 125 pound champion? What's her name? Oh, I forgot her uh, name. The, the Polish Russian girl. Chief. Uh, uh, she, well, she, she's also Polish. Um, yeah, but I uh, forget. Uh, Shevchenko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's actually I, I think don't that, like her. Uh, yeah, I, I think <laughs> that they that those two, that would actually make a great fight. I think that if she if um if the champion remains the champion, I would love to see her go up against Shevchenko to to bump up mm-hmm. eventually maybe win a few more title fights and then she might bump up and that would make a great fight because they're very, very similar. They're strong mm-hmm. everywhere, physically, uh, in the pocket, on the outside, um, leg kicks, jujitsu, um, wrestling. I think I, I, I know I'm kind of doing that for you today. I was looking at, I'm looking at these fights and I'm looking kind of past them a little bit and I'm looking at, you know, the next fight or these future super fights, which, which I'm looking at. But I really respect the champion. I think that she's going to take it. If Joanna takes it, she's going to have to be laser accurate and quick on the outside because I think that on the inside, the champion's too strong. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw her at the weight and she was, like, talking all kinds of uh, smack to the champ. I don't know if you saw that. There was a a little bit of awkwardness with, um, with the champion. I think the champion did not initially want to shake hands. And then Joanna, she did kind of like a weird, like, do you want to shake my hand? And she kind of took it like, it was kind of weird. But whatever, eventually they just kind of shook hands and then it was it. Yeah, that, and, might, that um, might have been a cultural thing, though. Um, you know, because like in Asia, they don't really shake hands. They bow and stuff. So who knows? That it could have been. been a cultural thing or maybe she just didn't, don't like Joanna. I don't know, but either way, I, I'm looking at a fight. I'm looking forward to this card, man. Um, I, I think it's going to be a great, great fight. Uh, there's a couple other good fights uh, also that I'm just not as familiar with those fighters. Yeah, you got uh, Benil Darish, who I've seen a few times in the UFC. Great jiu-jitsu guy. He's been around. Uh, on the prelim, the head of the prelim card, you got – Sean O'Malley, which is that, that kid that's got that fro haircut from the 70s. 
really yeah, good uh, wiry kickboxing type style. So he, he oh, should... actually, you know what? I have to apologize, Mark. I think uh, I was getting confused with another card. But yeah, Magni, I'm familiar with. Uh, Oliveira, I'm familiar with. Brunson, I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um, uh, Gri uh, Griffin. Now, there's this other guy. Uh, what's his name? Jing Ling? Uh, Jing, Jing Lang? Um, uh, Lee Jing Lang? Yeah. I'm not too familiar China. with him. I'm not too familiar with him either, but. Yeah, I mean, they got a pretty good card. I like, I even like the, the head. I, I, I kind of want to see that Sean O'Malley kid go at it again. He's very entertaining. So, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Should be interesting. We'll be we'll be watching it tonight uh, from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, so it should be interesting. <laughs> yes, I'm actually going to meet up with you. We'll be able to see each other. We haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't so noisy, we'd film from there. Maybe one day we'll do a, uh, a live play-by-play uh, -play -play from one of the times we get together and watch the UFC. <laughs> I enjoy it. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, that's pretty much it. Just give me a second here. If you if you happen to uh, be watching this on Twitch, uh, pretty much the show's over. But if you listen to it in a podcast format, just keep listening. There's more format. There's more content coming. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark. Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me. Not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash MarkTheSharkMMA show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. Marcus Sander was a normal family man until he was captured by the Nazis imprisoned and tortured his only means of survival was to become a vampire now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe but not only from the Nazis but from the creatures of the Dark World Marcus the Vampire the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on amazon.com Get it now. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, do you need a website for your business? Well... You can use HostGator.com to get your website up and running fast and easy. And with the Mark the Shark MMA Show promo code, you can save 60% on your web hosting costs. Again, the code is Mark the Shark MMA Show. Use it and save money with HostGator.com. Hi. This is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, 
and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-L. guys this is mark the shark retorto letting you know that you can visit my website www.markthesharkmmashow.com you can get our podcast episodes on there and you can also shop the swag get your hoodies get your t-shirts get your hats it's all on there for both men and women we do not discriminate go out there and check it out www.markthesharkmmashow.com Are you looking for your next action thriller novel? Check out The Cabal. The saga begins. You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com That's R-I-T-O-R-T-L FamilyBooks.com Again, check out the next great action thriller suspense mood book called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi everyone, just want to make a note to all the fans that are listening to this podcast, we appreciate any donation you can make to keep this podcast up and running, no matter how small, anyway from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. To make a donation, all you have to do is go to my website, www.markthesharkmmashow, and click on the donation button on the first page. It's that easy. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets. PodcastCity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoy this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Again. That's www.markthesharkmmshow.com. All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at MarkBJJFighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. 
That's Mark, M-A-R-C, underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. All right, guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and write to his podcast for more amazing episodes all right guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book. Or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.